Hi, I'm Dorothy Burton, your host for Governing God's Way, connecting the timeless principles of Scripture to the timely issues of our day for those who serve, lead, and govern. King Solomon, the wisest leader to have ever lived, left us with this truth. There is nothing new under the sun, and what has been will be. What was true for him and those who served, led, and governed in his day is just as true for those who serve, lead, and govern today. Timeless principles to help in times like these. Hi, welcome to the 40th episode of the Governing God's Way podcast. Wow. Wow. I just want to thank God uh, for his faithfulness and his word, (laughs) the Holy Spirit for direction and, and revelations. Always, I wouldn't know what to say if the Holy Spirit didn't reveal to me uh, the meaning of God's word when I read it. And I also like to thank my producer, Kevin, who does a marvelous job of making me sound flawless. And thank you for your support and prayers as I use this 40th episode as the launching pad into an unknown, but by faith, a new season of helping those who serve, lead, and govern, make the connection between the timeless principles of Scripture to the issues they are facing every day and helping them to see their way through. It's tough on here, y'all. It is tough. But with the understanding that our future is God's past and where we're going, he's already been. That's why Jesus so confidently told us to not worry about tomorrow. God, you know, God's already been there. And he makes us a very generous and loving offer that many of us never take advantage of. God tells us in Jeremiah 33, 3, he says, call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. I don't know about you, but in these days, I need God to, to, to show me some great and mighty things, things to which I would have no clue because these are some crazy days. I mean, we're seeing stuff we never thought possible from, from massive flooding to fires in the West, burning down whole towns and to a pandemic that has swept over the entire world, leaving millions dead. Who would ever thought it? And the other day, raining at the, at the summit of Greenland, never happened in recorded history. I think the New York Times called it an extraordinary event. You know, the frigid high point of, think about it, the frigid high point of the Greenland ice sheet, two miles in the sky and more than 500 miles above the Arctic Circle. Rain, not snow, not ice. The rain. <laughs> Never, ever, ever has it been known to rain above the Arctic Circle. Some are blaming on climate change. Okay. Okay. But God's word is true. And these are anything but typical days. And, and we need him because we see his word unfolding every single day, don't we? And what used to sound like far away biblical prophecies, we see them unfolding right before our eyes. The earth is groaning, and so are we under the weight of all the politics and issues and bickering of the day. 
But you know what? We can take joy in knowing that God's word is true. All the craziness, God's word is true. Whereas before, we can only see it written on pages in the Bible. We are seeing it written today in our daily lives. And, and I don't know about you, but, but I have a, a renewed commitment to my work, my purpose, and my goals. It's time, y'all, to be intentional in how we go about our life and our work. How about you? Are you reevaluating some things, too? I hope you are. Hope you are. So let's get to today's topic. Today's topic is entitled The Great Equalizer. There's an Italian proverb I've come to love. It, it, it keeps me grounded, puts life in perspective for me, and it keeps me in check when I'm tempted to become enamored with or impressed by the material. Or even those days when it seems the enemy is winning through his people. The proverb simply reads like this. At the end of the game, the pawn and the king go back in the same box. <laughs> no matter how important we believe ourselves to be, how brightly we may shine in the limelight, or how hard we may toil in dim anonymity, death is the great equalizer. In the end, it won't matter if we're laid out in a, in a diamond-studded platinum box with down interior or, or laid out in a cardboard box lined with yellowing newspaper. The lid, y'all, is going to be shut and our bodies will become worm food or, or if cremated, reduced to ashes, scattered to the wind or piled in an urn. How many of you have seen that just this past year? I bet everybody that hears this knows of somebody that's died of COVID or, or somebody's friend or relative that this pandemic has taken out. Now, for the immature, this may sound depressing, but for those who understand life, you will find this refreshing and those who are depressed, uplifting, because no matter how depressed you are or how on top of the world you are, one thing is sure, everything on earth is temporary. Even more, the kicker is this. The same people, the same people we look down on in this life may be the same people we will have to look up to in the life to come. Be careful how you treat people. Jesus didn't bite his tongue in Matthew 20, 16, when he said, the last shall be first and the first last. Not only is it unwise as leaders, to think more highly of ourselves than we ought to think. But it is absolutely foolhardy. You hear me? Foolhardy to look down on others because we may have more expensive toys, you know, be of a different political party or philosophy, live in a bigger house, a better part of town, you know, drive a Ferrari instead of a Ford, or, or we occupy a high office of authority and are referred to as honorable or your excellency. It is equally foolish to consider ourselves above others simply because, you know, of the number of letters we may have behind our name. Elitism is a dangerous road to tread. When we become puffed with pride based upon our belief 
that we are entitled to or deserve special treatment by virtue of our perceived superiority. Or, or, or we wouldn't say that. We wouldn't dare. <laughs> we wouldn't dare say that. But our attitude says it for us. Based upon our political party views or, or bent, you know, we feel pretty good calling people ugly names with a twisted belief that we are somehow representing God, some of us. We're not. When in reality, we're representing just the opposite, Satan and his kingdom of darkness. We in America, and don't y'all say I'm down in America, I'm not. It's just, it's just, it's just bad. We in America have now this political philosophy of superiority. We excuse ourselves, but accuse others. We clamor to climb over people, to be part of and, and accepted by the right people, seen in the right light. Pretend on social media to have this great and wonderful life, being as rude and crude as we want to be in the anonymity of, of cyberspace or so we think, not realizing that the presence of God is there too. You, know, you can hide behind a phony profile and, and post all this kind of crazy stuff, all kind of vile things, but, but God reads it too. And, and whereas, you know, others may believe you are who you say you are, God knows exactly who you are. Going along with stuff, going along with stuff that, that in another lifetime we wouldn't have dared go along with. Because deep in our innards, like where I come from in East Texas, deep in our innards, we know it's wrong. We, we base our words on the opinions and acceptance of people who, like us, are doing the same thing. Trying to make a lasting impression in a temporary existence. Social winds change. And the pendulum always swings back. When, for whatever reason, we lose our job, lose favor because we dare express a thought today, not on the sheet of talking points or find ourselves suddenly on the outs. When we are as out as we once were in, if we are not securely anchored, in the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, we're ready to jump off the nearest bridge, hang ourselves, OD, or shoot ourselves in the head. Rarely do we stop today long enough to realize that every position we hold and everything we have is given by God and only for a season and only for his glory and not our own. Everything we own will someday be owned by someone else. And every office we are blessed to hold. And I say that blessed to hold because it is a blessing to be elected to represent people. Every office we are blessed to hold will someday be held by someone else. Everything and everybody. It's temporary. Take a look around. Take a look around. If you can see it, it's temporary. It will either rust out, wear out, or die out. Then take a look in the mirror. Even better, even better, go get a picture of yourself from, from 10 years ago or even five years ago and hold it up next to your face and then look at the reflection looking back at you from the mirror. Time takes its toll and time will one day take us out. You and I are temporary. Yeah, I'm going to say this, it ain't, it ain't Christian, it ain't, but it sure is true. You can only be a badass for a season before your ass becomes like the grass. 
<laughs> so, so, some of us need a serious reality check. Humility is far better than hubris. And, and don't ever believe that you are, same goes for me, that, that we're too high to be brought down and too in that, that we can't be out. People are fickle. And whatever veneer you choose to wear, you better make sure it fits you well enough to cover you long enough when the winds of change blow, because they will blow. One mistake, one misspoken word that somebody doesn't like. People don't care about you. They care about themselves. They care, about the, they care what you can do for them. The question is, will you and I use the temporary time we have in the temporary positions we hold to glorify the eternal God. In the end, that's all that would matter. And all you will be held and I accountable for. Did you and I do what God placed us in position to do for his glory and to genuinely, I'm going to say it again, to genuinely and selflessly serve his people? That's what Nehemiah did. It's why in the end, after Nehemiah had overseen the, the rebuilding of the wall, took care of the needs of the people, even at the expense of his own comfort and ease, he praised to God in Nehemiah 13, 31, his last recorded words. He had completed his assignment, and he prayed, Remember me, O God, for good. That's legacy. In fact, legacy is the title of our December 4th, Governing God's Way Leadership Conference. So put it on your calendar. Space will be limited, but the teaching and training will be spectacular. I'm going to be, I'm not saying I'm that great, but I'm going to be one of the, I'm going to be one of the teachers and one of the trainers. Legacy. You should be living, and I, this goes for me too, we should be living not for the next office or management position, but you should be living for your legacy. How you will be remembered. On your first day in office, you should be thinking about your last and serve that way with that in mind. How will you be remembered? What will you be remembered for? Will it be for good? Or as an arrogant so-and-so who thought way more highly of yourself than you ought to have thought? And people will only say the obligatory nice things at your funeral or memorial service. Listen to me. Don't waste the temporary time you have worrying about what other temporary people say, think, or care about you. What does God say and think about you? Conversely, why spend your temporary time being permanently hateful, envious, mean? prideful or spiteful as if this were it it's not as if the people you're trying to impress are it they're not they too will be no more one day remember this the pendulum always swings back and someday the pendulum will stop for you and for me it doesn't matter if we have the wealth of Jeff Bezos, the intelligence of Einstein, the, the athletic prowess of 
you know, of a LeBron James or the power of the presidency. Like the, like the proverb says, at the end of the game, the pawn and the king go back in the same box. There's a box for you and a box for me. So don't make the mistake of allowing yourself to be boxed in by going along with wrong. Speak up. Stand for something. Stand for right. Speak truth. Speak life. Don't allow yourself to be boxed in by politics or materialism or where you live or how the world sees you. In the end, it will only matter how God sees you. And you and I will be seeing him <laughs> him for eternity. Live this way. Serve this way. Lead this way. And this is governing God's way. Thank you for listening. Governing God's way is the practical application of kingdom principles to inspire transformative change within ourselves and within our spheres of influence is how Jesus did it, is how we strive to do it. Because good governance begins with self-governance because God always begins from within. Grab a copy of my book from Amazon.com, While We Fall, The Power of Self-Awareness. The book every leader and aspiring leader should read to help you avoid sabotaging your own success. To learn more about Sips Inc. and how you can support our work, please visit our website at cipsinc.org.